You know what, Evan? What? Did you hear <laughs> that? Oh, what is that? There's freaking Daddy Yankee playing outside. <laughs> Mango tala gasolina. The gasolina. You know what I've been like not doing recently? Talking. But... <laughs> like, I have nothing to say. I don't what know do why. Mean? I feel like it's a universal. Like people around you. It's a universal thing at this time of the year, because everyone's just like on vacation mode already. But it's also like burnt out because you've been working for eleven months straight, probably. Unless you haven't, then good for you. So I got nothing to say. Like, so do you want to just like end this episode? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for watching. What I mean, what are you talking about? You're surrounded by people every single day of your life. Yeah, I know, but like, I feel like I always have something to say because I talk a lot. Like, you know, I talk a lot. We are recording less than 12 hours before you were listening to this on Friday morning. You don't you don't tell people that. Because okay, honestly, listen, we've had we've just had really long weeks. Yeah. It's been very complex weeks for the both of us. Final season. Um yeah, if you guys are curious, you know, we're recording this the night before we're, <laughs> we're uploading it. But honestly, um, like we are your favorite podcasters because who else would do that? Yeah, because we're recording yeah. the night before we're committed as hell, and also we're edi- editing it, and we're making a post. Where else can you get that? So Nowhere. my point is, like, I got nothing to say, but I'm gonna try. Nice. Period. That's it. I can't. I can't. I can't wait until we're like, like big and famous, and like the two podcasters that everybody loves, yes, to sir. where we can literally just we can just have an episode. Can I finish what Sorry. I'm saying? No? No, I'm good. Where where we can literally just have episodes where like we just record the hour beforehand and we just put that up oh my and gosh. people love it. That would make things so much easier for us. Alright, anyways, welcome back to Difficultish, a podcast about different South Asian narratives. I am Mahua. I am Mashir. So today we're going to be talking about different insults that we've gotten or different comments that we've gotten over the past but mostly negative and Mm -hmm. it's very interesting because when we first thought of this idea we were assuming that we were going to talk about you know comments we've gotten in high school and elementary school because kids back then in the early 2000s they're they were ruthless Ruthless. they were ruthless they said anything and everything and you like laughed along if you didn't yeah kick the curb you're out you know right but surprisingly enough a lot of the responses that we got from you guys on instagram at difficultish were difficultish relating to family and all of the comments that you've gotten from family members so i think that's very interesting so yeah we didn't even think about that before we like yeah. thought of this topic but that's like a whole different genre of this we can go into yeah but we did talk about some of the comments we've gotten from family members in um the wari wearing that episode that we have that's true. Like all the comments that we've gotten about fashion and about our body. So if you want to listen to that, you can. So mm-hmm. we are going to talk about the two different types of comments we've gotten from school, from the public, as well as our family members, since that's mm-hmm. what you guys have been wanting. Sorry, like literally, I had to burp in that same moment that you stopped talking. But why did you have to give me a full <laughs> explanation for that? <laughs> yeah i feel like we've been talking about so many serious things in the last couple episodes and 
I want to, like, I don't know, when I first thought about this podcast, podcast, <laughs> I, um, I don't know, I want to be a little chill, you know? We are chill. Talk about little funny things. <laughs> but honestly, like, this is probably one of the worst topics to be funny on because it's literally we're talking about, like, the insults that we got as a I'm, kid. But the, thing, but the thing is, like, I never, I, I don't really think I ever got, like, hurt by like did you get hurt at the time from like we haven't even even talked about like the stuff we've heard but like how did you feel about like how did you feel about it were you hurt did you like not care at the time i didn't get hurt or it didn't really hit me as it does now you know after a lot of reflection i realized that those comments were pretty shitty and mm. but those comments did affect me in a way where it caused me to like not do the things that they were talking about like for example it's crazy i was wearing hijab in sixth grade and this was such mm-hmm. a big decision for me i was so proud of myself because my parents didn't tell me to wear it and it's like as a 10 11 year old you're really happy because you know it was after christmas break so i was like okay this is like my transformation like they're gonna get so surprised mm-hmm. with me wearing hijab and then i just remember going into school and there was just this shift of energy and this might just be like me remembering wrong or like me making it bigger in my head but I felt like I lost friends after me wearing it. I felt like I was getting different looks. So when I was in sixth grade, I was, that was what year? Like 2000, 2010. Sixth grade. So this was nine years yeah, past yeah. 9-11. And it was still pretty fresh. Like there were still so many stereotypes and so many backwards thoughts about that. It's not as mm-hmm. progressive as now, even though now it's still pretty bad. Um, so... I just remember, like, feeling very excluded. I felt very, like, empty. I love how this is, like, Mm -hmm. the first thing we're talking about, and it's not funny at all. And so I remember after one month of me feeling like I had no friends anymore, of me feeling like I was kind of just to myself, I took the hijab off. And I felt like that was the only choice that I could make after feeling that, you know, that loneliness in sixth grade. So literally, like, half of my yearbook pictures is just me with my hair, and the other half is me with my hijab. Mm. And I don't know. It's just, it's very, like, that's such a big part of your life, you know, when something like that happens. You ever think about putting it back on? Maybe in the future. Yeah. Mm. But it's very interesting how, like, things like that really define you. Like, obviously, in that moment, I didn't really understand what was going on i kind of just took it off because i wanted my friends back but now i realize just how messed Mm. up that was and just how crazy that is for like an 11 year old to feel that you know especially in such a white school and it's sad because like you can't really blame like the kids because they're just kids like you got you blame their parents for not teaching them the right things for not bringing up bringing them up um their correct way and and it's sad. I remember in like in sixth grade, I went to like a very public school. Um, it was like very Spanish and and black heavy, and things were honestly perfectly fine there. Even though I was one of the few brown kids, um, you know the the part of Orlando I'm from, they're pr- they're pretty accepting of like anybody. Um, at least anybody who like is a minority, they kind of treat everybody like equally. And like honestly, I never really heard anything from like my community like that. But, um, seventh grade, I went to a charter school that had, like, a lot of white kids in it, and, um, yeah, I, I had, like, a friend at the time, and, like, he would always just call me India, 
Like, oh my like, god, he wouldn't. He wouldn't say like, "Oh, you're from India." Like he, my name was India. That's like, that crazy. was like my name and like the the friend group. And I thought it was like fine. Like, I didn't care. You know, yeah. literally, like I remember this one kid in my high school who I was friends with. Like it was so funny. Ha ha ha! Like he literally had my name <laughs> as terrorist on his phone. As his you're lying no and i'm like ha ha you're so funny like that's, that's the funniest <laughs> thing ever like you know i was laughing along i had like tears in my eyes but i was like laughing along but like also in that mm. moment like it didn't seem like oh everyone's joking you know like this is not that big of a deal like i'll look stupid if i bring this up but really like that's really significant when you're in high school and even the other day someone in my class we were talking about, like, the experiences that we have in our culture and whatever. And then, like, someone next to me, she was like, oh, yeah, like, from India, right? Like, she what? said that so quick. And I was like, no, I, I meant, like, Bangladesh, because that's where I'm from. But it's, like, mm. their, their little knowledge in the countries outside of just the one that they know, like, that just puts you in a box. It's like, I'm not Indian. It's also, like, I'm not trying to, like, come at Indian people by not trying to associate with them. But it's also, like, please get it right. Mm. It's just ignorance. I think that's such, like, a a big issue that, like, makes me, like, upset a lot. It's just the fact that, like, people's, like, unawareness of recognizing that they don't know what they're talking about. You know, it's, like... People like everybody thinks they know everything. Like everybody thinks they know the whole situation when like they're they're just so unaware to like how little they know, and it's it's so upsetting. Like that's why like I I hate people who like jump to conclusions. I hate people who are just so quick to say something when they like don't even know what they're saying. Like so like so many people are, are so quick to call you know Bangladesh India or, or whatever and and just say anything that has to do with culture and. You know, like, a lot of people make fun of, like, curry. And, like, people, like, they don't even know what curry is. You know what's crazy? Like, Like, all the features that we got made fun of in the past, they're literally trends now. Yeah. Like, I saw something on TikTok today where... You know how popular, like, Indian food is getting? How popular, like... Yes. I saw something on TikTok today where this girl was saying that, oh, like, I used to get made fun of my unibrow. But then she, like, showed a video of all of her hairs on her eyebrow and they're all real and she has thick eyebrows which is a trend now because people are like filling in their eyebrows to make it look thick and like Mm -hmm. you know putting soap and shit to make it look thicker but it's like we've had that since birth but we were made fun of for it but now it's a trend so now it's like "Ah." how you feel about like because it's there's also um there's this like underground rapper that that's been getting like really popular and his name is yeet I don't know if what? you've heard of Yeet? him. Yeet. Yeet. His name's Yeet. Yeet. H-E-A-T? Y-E-A-T. Yeet. Yeet. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's getting really popular. And, like, his, like, signature look is, like, basically having, like, a... It's, it's, it's so funny. I'm going to show you a picture um, after, after we're done. But it's, like, he's literally wearing, like, a hijab. 
But it's like a, a loosely fitted hijab. Like he just takes a scarf and like wraps it around his head the same way a, a hijab like would be Like the Gucci type of look that people just put on like silk scarves, like Aesop Rocky. Right, but it, it's not, but it, it's in a very like grungy, like underground kind of look. And like, like don't get, like it looks cool. Like he looks like fine in it, but I just think it's like, and I personally like don't really mind because I, 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 I think it depends. Like there's a fine line between like, you know, like, culturally appropriating and like doing something just for the style but like how do you how Wait, do you what's feel his about ethnicity? like he's, he's a white kid oh but but he's not trying to you know like rep like you know show like oh like a sad job like he, he just thinks it's like a cool look and like it's it's become like his thing you know he like in all of his music videos and all of his pictures he has like the scarf around his head and like it looks kind of cool so like do you feel like that's kind of like I mean, when you see like white girls running around with with like bindis and shit? Oh like, hell no! What do you think? Oh hell no! That's full on cultural appropriation. I cannot accept that in any way, especially if like they have no knowledge or information on it, but they're just wearing it to festivals. Oh hell no! But I literally have white people DMing me asking to buy my merch, but they're asking for permission because they don't want to cultural appropriate. And I think that's fine because that's literally celebrating the culture and that's wanting to learn more about it and wanting to appreciate it. I worked with a white teacher last semester and she's wanted to buy my Bangladesh tote bag, but she didn't know if it was acceptable. And she also wears henna sometimes. But that's like supporting the small business that's giving you the henna. That's like wanting to understand the culture. So that's different than that. I feel like what you're talking about, the rapper wearing the hijabs type of style, I think it is like a is is derived from the hijab. Like that style is rooted from the hijab. Maybe it is different, but it's just crazy how like if a white person wears the same thing that an actual Middle Eastern or an actual Muslim person wore, right. like they would get shit on. It's style. They're, yeah, for when, white when a white person does style. it, they're they're a trendsetter. Yes. A trendsetter. Like, do you remember when when um Kim? What's her name? Forget it. Kim West. What's her name? Oh, Kim Kardashian. Kim West. Kim West. <laughs> Kim Kardashian West. She wore this full-on like black bodysuit to the Met Gala. Did you see that? It was yeah, like full-on. Yeah. Her face yeah. was covered. It was like a full black abaya, and like right. she got so many compliments on that. She was like on Vogue and like all these popular magazines because she was fashion forward. She was like creating a trend, whereas people mm. that are wearing niqabs, wearing full hijabs, like they get shit on. They get. Nope canceled like freaking crazy bro so what yeah. i'm saying it's like the shit that we got insulted for when we were younger they're coming back girls girls and guys girls and mans what are what are some um what, what's another insult you used to hear a lot or maybe you've heard that that's really stuck with you for a while i feel like now is a good time to start mentioning the family part because I think a lot of people mention their family experiences and the things that they experienced in their homes because those mm. are just so much more in your face and it hurts more because they actually live with you or like people you care about and you hear more often, obviously, because, you know, you see them more. But uh, I'll go first if we're, if we're talking yeah, about ahead. that. Yeah. Um, I think the big one for me is like, you know, a little bit of context um i've i've always like underperformed in school and compared to like a lot of the other brown kids that i went to school with or that were in like my kind of community i was really seen as seen as just kind of like the failure like the 
the the dumb brown kid like there was always like that one like were there any like i don't want to say dumb but like those like underperforming brown kids in your kind of school like you would kind of like obviously not now but at the time you would look at them you're like damn like you would look at them a little bit different you know and like a lot of people definitely looked at me a little bit different not even a little bit like a lot of bit different because like everybody knew how how bad i was doing at school i still get that and what the hell shut the hell up you got a freaking like six point freaking 87 like what's wrong with you no i mean people look at me different because i don't i didn't pursue like medical or you know stem oh i was talking about gpa i don't know what you got like so heated there but (laughs) continue on (laughs) 6.87 all right but um but yeah my my mom used to kind of uh my mom and my dad used to always just kind of like i don't want to say they'd like call me dumb but they would always like insinuate like everybody else is smarter than you you know like everybody else is doing like so much better than you and and that definitely like did not help me at all um it made me even perform worse in school because it didn't feel like anybody had any faith in like in me that i was gonna do any better so i definitely heard that a lot at home like even like like, i don't know i don't even want to go into detail but it, it it rocked with me a lot and you know to this day like i use it as motivation now as like i i put up this new poster on my wall and it says <clears throat> it says show the ones who didn't see it and that kind of goes two ways one being you know proof to the people who called you dumb that you're not dumb and also you know show the people who like didn't get the opportunity to see something you know show it to them so I really like how I I think I made. The, I don't think I got that from anywhere else. I think that came straight off the top, off the you dome. You hear that? You hear that? Freestyle, Mr. Poet coming through. Freestyle. Watch out, book Show coming me. soon. Book coming soon. Have fun. What's going on today? <laughs> and um, so yeah, um, I got called dumb a lot, and it made me really sad, and like it relates to like the whole cultural thing because. You know, they, it was like, you're, you're dumb for a brown kid. And I was just like, that doesn't make me happy. Like I, and, and the worst part was like, I wasn't dumb. Like, yeah, I didn't do good at school, but I was good at a lot of things. I was good at a lot that of shit, things. That shit literally takes such a toll on your mental health and your confidence and so many things, especially when you get those comments at such a young age. And I remember getting those comments too, because I was not excelling as much as everyone else in my community and i just felt like shit because my parents were like oh why did we move here if you're gonna get like a 85 even though an 85 is not bad and it's like just because i'm not good at math and science doesn't mean i'm not good at these other things so why aren't you looking at that i exactly so th- i think that that's like the other part i wanted to add is like your parents just guilt trip you so much and like the we came here for you to do this and you can't even do it when it's like there's more to the world than getting an A in a class, you know, like, you know, you came here for us to get a better life, not for me to get an A in a class. And I'm sure that like one leads to the other, but it's not like just because I get the A in the class doesn't mean I'm gonna, you know, be good in life. Like I I know so many kids who are like cool students in school, but they're still kind of doing their thing and trying to figure out where like I'm here progressing in life, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, Crazy. Did you get any comments based on your appearance? You know, 
I didn't really hear much about being like brown skin because there were a lot of brown skin people. Honestly, no, nothing that's probably like, I mean, obviously I probably have, but nothing that stuck with me. Um, I got a pretty big nose and I think I got made fun of that for a while. But I think, you know, when I got a little bit older and I used to always hear like Muslim jokes and I used to always hear like terrorist jokes and those I never took to heart until I got older. One of the first, um, not one of like the first, um, like notable spoken word piece that I wrote was about, you know, being Muslim and it was about like Islamophobia and it got reposted a lot. Like I... I didn't even post it on Twitter. It was posted on Twitter by somebody who was at the um, the thing that I was performing at. And it got like a couple hundred retweets. I was feeling a little, I was feeling a little, I don't know, a little cloudy yeah, a little at the moment. Face a little cloudy at the moment for me. It's crazy how your identity is so close-knit with your religion as well as your ethnicity as well. But... I feel like a lot of other people don't really relate to this part because there isn't too much discrimination against like Christian um, South Asians, you know, because their religion isn't really like discriminated against. No, but it's it's people are still going to make fun of them because like they're just going to call oh, them yeah. Hindu. Of course, of course. But I'm saying because of our religion, we were we had specific comments at us mm. because of it yeah and it was just so normalized i think like one of the differences between us is like when we were both like 18 i think you started identifying identifying more as you know bangladeshi and like yeah. i started identifying more as like muslim it wasn't until like last year where i still where i really started recognizing and like appreciating the fact that like i was bangladeshi so like a lot of the things that i heard relate to like islam and like religion and maybe some of the things that you hear are, are more about like your appearance and like your skin color and whatnot that's very interesting what about you did did you um did you hear anything that's really stuck with you from your family um about about the way you look about whatever the case may be girls just get so many more compliments on appearance in comparison to males from what i have seen and from what I have witnessed myself in my household. So a lot of the comments that I got were revolved around my skin color, sorry, my skin color, my weight, my, um, my like size, my body shape, um, my hair color, my ear, like just so many different things. And it's very hard as, like, a young teen or, like, a young adult exp uh, experimenting with different things. Like, you mm. know, I got piercings, I dyed my hair, and tried new makeup styles. And I get family members and parents not really understanding that because they aren't used to that. But it's also, like, if you see that your daughter is experimenting with these different things or, like, they're growing up so they have body changes, they have face changes... And they're probably already, like, not confident about it yet. And even if they are confident about it, why would you, like, bring them down, you know? Yeah. So I had a lot of that growing up. And it's such a big process to unlearn that and such a big process to go on that journey of self-love after hearing all of those comments. And I'm still on that boat. 
but yeah, like I had a lot of appearance-based comments from family members. I had a lot of why aren't you on the doctor route comments. I felt like dumb. I don't know. It's like I I haven't really met like supportive parents to the fullest, fullest extent. Like I've heard stories like, oh, yeah, my parents are really supportive. I hear that all the time. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what, what do you mean by mean? what do you mean by that? Like what? Like this? Like they they understand? <laughs> they understand. Like this they is crazy. Like, that's <laughs> unicorn. Like that's not possible. I only know like my best friend who her parents are really chill. Like they don't really make comments on appearance like that. But I feel like that's very rare to find. Yeah. So. Which is so yeah. sad. It's not. It's very that's sad. not the way that it should be. I remember I like had a lot of acne when I was in high school and my parents and like aunties and stuff, they did not even try to like hide the fact they saw it. Yeah. My mom used like, to do oh, the same shit. Oh, Mohua. Your face like changed a lot. Ah. Yeah, no shit. Your face <laughs> has some gutta on it. Ah. Your face has, has some pimples on it. Ah. Yeah. Not some. I have a lot, but thanks for mentioning it to me. My mom used to be like, "Oh, if you if you took care of your face like I did, you would look better." Oh my god! If you drink water and eat fruits like how I did, you need I to drink did. more water. Oh my goodness! You know we have to have like a whole different episode on medication and the how taboo it is to have mm-hmm. medications in South Asian households because mm-hmm. I got so much shit for going on Accutane or, like, taking medication for, like, anything. Actually, I wasn't really on medication like that. But, like, in general, like, because I had dermatologists to, like, recommend um, face creams and stuff. And they're like, why are you using face creams when you could just drink water? I think, and I used to get the same shit, but I think as, like, a guy, it's, like, even more looked down upon for me to yeah. use anything other than water. My brother got so much shit for using an, an exfoliator the other day. Bro, like, my mom used to throw away my stuff. Like, you don't need this. Like, That's mom. crazy. Chill out. Yeah. It's, I feel like uh. now, it's so funny because now that both me and my brother are older, we're like a joined force and mm. we, like, say anything that my mom's saying and like say something against it but back in the day you don't understand so you don't really support one another so it's just like it keeps being said and you don't really like know how to push back but it's crazy like even for males like even just using face masks it's like why are you doing that you're a guy yeah my mom used to pick on me all the time but literally i just kind of kept on doing it especially with the face mask like my mom used to see me walking around with my little lush coffee grounds what was it called cup of coffee that's what it's called that was a good one okay you haven't used that in a while what are you trying to say no i'm saying you haven't put that on your face in a while you used to put that on. but i don't like the way that you said that you know you said a little bit like attackingly i think you look crusty musty (laughs) (laughs) it's still in my bathroom i need to put it on again i did get a pimple recently it's on my cheek you see it no you know, I just move on. Also, um, thank you so much for sending us your Spotify wrapped. It's so crazy to see our name on Spotify. Somebody got what? 802 minutes? That's literally 802 every single episode. Minutes? 
What's that's, wrong with you? That's, we calculated that. That's 13 plus hours. Are you okay? Are you listening? What are you doing? Are you listening? <laughs> 802 minutes. What's wrong Thera- with you? They need therapy. No, we love you, but like, are you okay? <laughs> we're, we're saying, are you okay? Sicko. But really, you we sicko. love you so much. You sicko. We love you. Come to our what birthday party. Like, this is what you oh want to listen God. to. Oh my God. Also, now that we're at an intermission, I am going to Bangladesh for Tell the first em. time. Yeah. In over 15 years, I only went to Bangladesh oh, wow. once in my lifetime when I was in first grade. Stop commenting like you don't know this about me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Freaking commentator. So anyway, I haven't gone since first grade. And my mom has not gone either. And she literally, like, you know, that's her home. So I am going back because this nonprofit reached out to me. They're called Human Relief Foundation. They're based in the UK. And... They want me to come and help them in the Rohingya camps, and they want me to help some of the children in the orphanages and some of the schools that they built and distribute, um, like, sanitary pads. They want me to distribute food and masks and different things like that. They also want me to assist in the cataract camps and, and assist with the operations. And it's so crazy to, like, be going back after so long because... Especially with this opportunity, because I've been wanting to do this for years and years, but then COVID happened, and also we couldn't really afford it. And so they gave me this opportunity. I'm supposed to be going with my mom in February, um, but we have to raise money for the funds and for the donations. So we're trying to raise about $10,000 to fund the cataract operations, you know, to help them see again. We're trying to raise money to get the food to distribute we're trying to get more school supplies for the kids we're trying to build a water pump for some of the villages and we're just trying to get all of these different things to really just make a better life for them and so if you want to donate it's on my instagram highlights on labyrinth Ave on instagram and you can donate literally five dollars or you can mm-hmm. donate each um amount for how whatever the thing is so for example the cataract operation you can help one person get surgery is $47 and that can really just help them see again even. And there's another option for donating $80, which is feeding a whole family of five for a month straight. And I think that's so crazy. So instead of spending your money on dumb stuff this holiday season, just consider doing that and really just getting your good deed out of the way. But yeah, that's my intermission for now. You guys should definitely donate. I donated. I'm going to show my whole family. My whole family's going to donate. And if they don't, they're not my family anymore. <laughs> All right. I don't know if it's that serious. But, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited. I have been really wanting to go for so long. And yeah. I can't believe that a nonprofit reached out to me and picked me for this job. But it's also really nerve-wracking to be in charge of collecting all of that money. You're going to make it happen, though. Yeah. Yeah, let's find a way. Also, like, why did tr- people try insulting us by saying that we smell like curry? Like, yeah, you should be blessed that you smell that. Like, you smell like freaking salt. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It's so funny. Like, you know how when you live in a brown house and then you put on your coat and you smell fully like brown food? Mm. I remember dousing myself in perfume. I mean, also, you don't want to go outside smelling like food. But I remember, like, back in the day, I would douse myself in perfume to get rid of the smell. So, as you guys know, 
we um ask you guys about your thoughts and opinions on our upcoming episodes on our instagram stories what's our instagram Add difficult dish, y'all heard. Add difficult dish, no hyphen. We don't need none of that. Can you imagine if our podcast was actually called From Villages to Privileges? Because that was one of our options, but that ended up just being my clothing. I don't mind release. it. I like. I still like I that. I like name. it too, but it's just really long. I don't think it's that bad. I think you're just being you were the over, one that a, over exaggerative. You were the one that declined that. You declined all option. of my suggestions for this podcast. I had a bunch of good all ones. All right, continue. I had a bunch of hot ones. All right, so, so yeah, so we'll go ahead and share some of your guys' responses. Um, if you don't already follow us for whatever reason that may be, it's difficult dish on Instagram. We always let you guys know. So, so, so we got a lot of responses. I guess y'all got made fun of a lot. <laughs> Shit, my fault. <laughs> Shit, we <laughs> really brought up the trauma. <laughs> my fault y'all some of y'all went off that's crazy y'all good <laughs> yeah <laughs> go check in the therapy <laughs> um one of the responses that we got is if you lose it or sorry if you lost weight you'd look so pretty like your sisters the sibling comparison oh god that sibling mm. comparison yeah because really? because i have a sister and i have a brother so so how did you get compared to who do you have oh i think you said you have a sister and a brother what? What? You sick? Yeah, you Did you ever get compared sister. to your brother? Bro, the only thing I got, oh, actually no, that's a lie. I got compared to multiple people, but mostly my brother. And it sucks the most because my brother is younger than me. So it's like, why the hell am I freaking getting compared to him? Because mm. like my brother was a freaking nerd back in the day. He used to get in trouble for reading in class, like sneaking the book under his desk. <laughs> And freaking weirdo wearing glasses in, like, second grade, like, hiding the book. Like, what's wrong with you? And then, like, he was that kid that would go to Model UN conferences. <laughs> I used to go to conferences. Listen, I think you're I think you're just trying to go out of your way to make fun of him. Where, like, this is, this is him this being is a scholar. Me. He was going to Model UN conferences, like, out of state. Like, he had to go to a hotel at one point. This kid was a freaking nerd, right? He was in, like, AP, like science and advancement i don't even know listen anyway. i'll be honest everything you're saying sounds really good <laughs> like you're trying to make it <laughs> no honestly, trying to make fun honestly, of him, I was jealous. but like I you're was just jealous. making him sound no i was good. jealous i was like how come he's allowed to go to virginia for the model you want conference uh, like, i'm not allowed to go anyway uh, anyways so i used to get compared to him a lot because he had really good grades even when they were so advanced and i was kind of just i was an ap like lit literature i was an ap drawing i was an ap social studies you know all those classes but never like in the math and science i sucked at mm. those so i was compared to him a lot and that really brought down my self-esteem because it just like makes you feel shitty when you're older than them and you're getting compared to them and it feels yeah. like you're doing nothing right and it just makes you not want to do anything right because you're like okay at this point they're not noticing anything at this point i'm getting compared for every single thing i might as well just like keep being bad or bad in their eyes, you know? Because there's no point in being better. So it's sucky. Like but now you, I mean how do you how do you like anymore. how do you minimize the sibling comparison? Or like can you? Honestly, at my point in time I didn't. I wasn't able to. No. It just like got worse and worse. I think it's such a different dynamic when you're getting compared to your sisters in the family, especially if you're a girl. So if you're a girl getting compared to another girl, because it just 
gives like this weird rivalry in the family you know it feels like you have to have competition with your own family members and even worse like your sister and sucks because you're not the one getting in that position you're not the one trying to do that but it's your parents pitting you against each other without even realizing it and it it really is sucky I mean I haven't had this experience but I can tell like like, for example, if I get compared to my best friend when I was younger, it makes me feel like I have to compete with my best friend mm. so that I can get better grades and, like, I seem better in their eyes. So I can't even imagine how sad it feels when you get compared to someone like your sister. And it should never be like that. You should only really have yourself as competition. And I feel like if you don't stop it soon enough, it's going to just create bad blood or it's going to create jealousy and you never want that you know like you really just have to confront it like if anything you should talk to your sister about it instead of just keeping it silent to yourself i don't know if you do or not but if you talk to your sister about it maybe you guys can team up together like what i said me and my brother team up together now and like tell my mom maybe you guys can team up together and tell your mom or dad whoever's telling you this and say that it's wrong that they're saying that and just like just continuously, like, don't let them get away with it, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you silently feel this way, if you silently feel like you have to compete and you're carrying all of this pain and comparison, whatever, like, it's going to really eat you alive and it's going to make you feel like you can't be with your sister comfortably. It feels like you have to, like, look a certain way around her. It feels like you have to be, like, you know, a different person. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I hope I hope your uh, your situation at home is is better than what it used to be, at least. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, I got a funny one that might not be funny, but you know, it's something that I mean, I definitely you used really to hear a lot. Really thought this whole episode was gonna be funny. <laughs> I thought <it> was <laughs> we were of, like crying throughout. I thought it, it was kind of funny. She looks pretty yeah. cute for a Guyanese girl. You ever heard that one? Or you know she... what I've been you know what I got before? What? She's pretty for a brown brown girl. A what brown, the hell is that? Brown mean? brown? Like two times? It's like brown okay, brown as in like like she could have stopped she's pretty, right? Right. But she said brown brown girl. Brown brown. So she said brown as in like South Asian or Bangladeshi. And then another <laughs> brown because I'm darker than like white or like darker oh. than fair skinned people. So I'm pretty I for like a dark one. like well, basically what she said is like She's ugly, but like, she's not as ugly That's as the sick. other darker people. Did you swing on her? Like, what no, was that? Because what does that even? We got bad blood. Ah, uh, still. No, I mean she got bad blood with my best friend, so that means she got bad blood with Damn. me. Damn, it's on site. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, like I was saying before, I got called like. <laughs> he's he's dumb for a brown kid or like he's like you know like aren't brown people supposed to be like smart so like i sit here like those a lot just like the for a brown guy or like for a brown person you know like and like whatever the compliment slash insult may be before that i think it's so crazy how like you like you don't have to add that second part you know know, that's like a microaggression because it's the same comment as telling a black person oh you're so literate for a black person Mm. oh you're so professional for a black person these comments that we get that we've been getting that are small but at the end of the day they're racist comments and they end up 
having a very big part in your life because they keep adding up. They're microaggressions, and these people are literally giving backhanded compliments that that's like making them more superior. They're saying they're like trying to get you at a lower level by pretending like they're giving a compliment, but they're not. Mm. It's like literally just them making themselves higher in the situation. It's It's like they they want to show like that they're giving a compliment, but they're like actually not. It's kind of just they want to look good. Oh, (laughs) all right, all right. And the last one is um, when I was pregnant, people said they prayed my daughter has a fair complexion, skin color. Oh my god! The way that people Mm. have an input on your child before they're even born is freaking crazy if someone says anything about my child when they're born i'm slapping the shit out of them like people if anyone tries disrespecting anyone close to me like you will understand and feel my wrath that is not sliding with me and i hate the fact that there's so many people having comment giving comments on babies literally how they look they say like oh you shouldn't marry this person because you're gonna have a dark baby Mm. you know what someone said to me Mm. when i was born what like no comment nothing like no hi hello she got a thick neck (laughs) (laughs) she got a thick neck Uh, well it was probably true it was probably it was probably true you probably look like the Mission Star Man when you're freaking out the womb. I don't blame him. I'm on his side. Well, I think I'm thinking about But no, no, I, I agree. And like I, I I think about it a lot a lot and it's like why why do people feel like they even have to say that? Like are do you do you just want to they feel like some feel sort like of importance? Explode. They like, feel like they're gonna explode if they don't get it out. I think it comes back to the whole thing of like I to this day I don't understand why like people are like I understand like okay if we talk about like being gay and like homosexuality if you don't agree with it that's fine but it's like why do you care so much <laughs> why like, do not you care so much you. Why I'll never this, yeah. get it I'll never understand like sure do like think whatever you want but like <laughs> i don't know man i don't know i never no, understood honestly, i never understood that i understand why so many women keep their pregnancies private and keep people away from their babies when they're born because oh, you're yeah. already you're going through so much stress having a baby you're spending nine plus months sometimes preparing for a baby they're messing up your whole food eating, like, everything. They're literally, you know, taking out so much out of you. And then you freaking push for multiple hours, sometimes multiple days. Should have been lighter. And then people are freaking commenting on how the baby looks. Should have been lighter. Looks a little heavy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, who... Oh, my God. People have sicknesses. Like, honestly, this episode is just... Moral of the story, you're sick. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, you're sick. If you listen to 802 minutes of this, check into a freaking therapist. 
My. No, actually, we love you. Like, we're saying that, but thank you so much for listening for so long. I think yeah. that's all of our episodes, and we are so appreciative. Like, I was telling my friend yesterday that art is fulfilling. Obviously, so many people connect with me, and there's so many people that DM me about my art because they genuinely feel like they can relate to it, and they needed something visual to actually put it into words. Right, right. But get to the point. our... What? <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> get, yeah, to the point. get to the point. <laughs> but our podcast literally connects with people and pe- look, people look forward to it every single week. Mm-hmm. And it's just so nice to be connecting with people about real life things like this. So thank you so much again. Yeah, if you guys, if anybody's listening right now, we love you. And Yeah, get to the point. <laughs> yeah, it feels so good. I'm huh? done talking. Do you have 10 second advice? Oh shit! Please ten seconds, not you. Ten seconds, not ten and a half decades. Okay, not ten and a half light years. I don't know who you're talking to with that attitude, but it's definitely not me. <laughs> How about you go first? You look like Pinocchio. You look like a Jolly Rancher. You look like a blue raspberry lollipop. You can't go from candy to candy. Who made these rules? (laughs) (laughs) You. All right. (laughs) All right. So I feel like whenever we're young, we're always wanting to grow up, right? We always want to get to the future. And even now, even Mm -hmm. in our young 20s, we're always wishing for the future. My baby cousin, she's nine years, she's eight years old. She's like, Apu, I can't wait to grow up and be nine. (laughs) Apu, I can't wait to be an adult. And it's like, yeah, sure. And it feels like you want to do that. But really, life is moving so fast. This is also going to be a sneak peek of my next art piece. So if you're listening oh. to this, watch oh, out. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Um, because someone actually mentioned it in my DMs today. But life moves so fast. And especially now that I work in a first grade classroom, I see these first graders every single day. Oh, not twice a week right now. And they're so young. But like literally in a blink of an eye, they're going to be teenagers soon. In a blink of an mm-hmm. eye, they're going to be adults soon. And it's like... Yeah, it's really exciting to be adults, but it's also so much more nice to be in the present moment and enjoy what you have because it literally leaves you so quick. Like, it feels like last last week I graduated high school, but now it's been like six years yeah. and I'm living in an apartment and I'm, you know, it's like I'm in grad school. I'm about to graduate soon. And it's like things like that, like five years from now, I'm going to be freaking 27 uh stop no 28 yeah yeah when it, whatever phase in life you're in at the moment like just please slow down like if you're whether you're eager to get older or whether you're old and you just want to be young again just please slow down and just like savor where you are at the moment i mean we say we say that even though both of us are still very eager you know but yeah slow down because so many adults even me we just try to do things for her childhood set our child self and i do so many things that fulfill that childhood dream you know yeah and it's it's crazy like time really moves fast and it's like the more you live as a child once you get older you know you you just love more like you just like appreciate more like nothing makes me happier than like going back to like my my neighborhood's like park like i'm like my neighborhood's like yeah and it, and it's just because i spent so much time there i made so many memories there and now like 
you know, just having that beacon of like happiness in my life is 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 beautiful, you know. So take some time and make some memories because once you get older, those memories are going to bring happiness like nothing else, you know. So, yeah, we got a little two in one advice. Oh, was that your advice? Yeah, I guess. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Difficult Dish. This is Difficult Dish. Please tell your friends about us. Please leave a review for us if you like. Yeah, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us a lot, actually. Yeah. Like, I know we we joke around a lot, but it actually really helps us a lot. I don't joke around. Speak for yourself. You're a freaking clown. (laughs) A clown in here. Anyway, um, but yeah, actually leave us a review. It really helps us a lot. And we, now that the year is ending and we've been at this for four months, we know that we're good at this. We know that we love doing this. And we know that we're going to get big at this. So Listen, listen, like, we are getting new microphones. We're putting, like, a a more strict schedule on us. We're going to start getting guests hopefully soon in the coming weeks and months. We're going to start taking this a lot more serious. So, like, if if anybody's listening right now, like, yo, I love you. And and we we really have a lot of a lot of stuff planned for this for like the next couple months, like even building this podcast into something bigger and and just just really expanding this into like a whole a whole thing in its own. So we appreciate yeah, all so- you guys listening Um, where we you know, we're really grateful for every single person that listens to us. It's what motivates us through. So so if Miss Miss 802 Minutes is listening, please also leave a review because we know you've been listening. <laughs> so please just pay it forward That's and write crazy. a review. 800. If you've been, are you okay? If, if, you, if you look at your Spotify rap and you have at least over 300 minutes of listening to Difficult Dish, I want you to write a review because there's no way you listen to us without actually liking us. So mm. please leave a review. Unless you're just haters, but you're actually fans at the end of the day. Oh, wow. Leave us a review. Leave us a five star anyway we love you guys thank you so much follow us at difficult dish follow us on difficult thing follow us at masu manir and labyrinth rate rate us review us all right anyways we love you bye we're tired from finals all right love you good night bye